What is going on, everyone? Weekly Ads is back. Dylan, how's it going? Oh, you know, it's good. You know, we didn't meet last week because it was my uh, birthday. I turned 30, went on a three-day bender, and uh, and I didn't wake up till like, Friday. So that's why I wasn't available. It sounds like something I... I don't even know what I want to do for my 30th. It's like one of those things, like, I don't care. I stopped caring about birthdays when I'm 21. I forget how old yeah, I am. Yeah, I kind of stopped caring, yeah. And, but then it's like, it, 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 it really doesn't mean anything because it's really just an arbitrary number, but I don't know, not being in your 20s anymore. Yeah, there's, there's definitely, definitely like, like a psychological shift. Yeah, there's a vibe to it. And then at the same time, like, I just straight up forget. Like, someone's like, how old are you? And I'm like, yeah. I don't know. Because now I'm like, I definitely need to stop like eating bad food and start like working out more. Yeah, right. And like taking care of myself because it's now it's like if I get to forty and I'm like this, well then I'm fucking screwed. Yeah. Then then it's rougher. Yeah. Um. So a lot of a lot of stuff has kind of gone down a little bit in the world. Um. I don't know what we should touch on first. I think. Um. I think we'll I think we'll just touch on the MCU's new release first. Thor Love and Thunder came out. It seemingly it's got I think it has the lowest recent rating on Rotten Tomatoes or something like that for the films. Yeah. Um but people said it's I think there's the usual stands that like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but a majority seems to not like it. Well, again, I, I think it goes back to what we've touched on before is that they've gotten complacent and lazy at Disney and at Marvel. And, you know, they decided to take two really big storylines, the Mighty Thor one with Jane Foster, and then they took Gore the God Butcher storyline, and they put them together. And so neither story got their due diligence in the movie they just wanted to you know put as much high profile things in there to get hype around it and then you know rely on that but the story from what i've heard and from what i've read is not very cohesive christian bale is like the best part of the movie and he's not even in it that much and they don't even do a good job at establishing his character in the movie as like a true threat yeah being a guy who's called the God Butcher, you should have definitely seen him butchering some gods. You know, you could have made it like a really intense, scary thing almost, but they didn't do that. They decided to go with, let's make Thor take his clothes off in front of Zeus for comedic relief. And and that's how they went about the movie. Yeah, I think, so, uh, just touch on that real quick. There's like that scene that shows that, like, Zeus and all the gods around or whatever mm-hmm. like you know that's that perfect scene where like if it was like an anime you know the villain would show up there and start wrecking people yeah you know like you yeah, see in the trailer exactly. that's what it looks like like it's like yeah, yeah. like oh hell yeah like Thor's that's there the point where he, if he showed up and just killed a bunch of gods that would have like it set it up so much better which is crazy because you think like just a movie ago they did that in Ragnarok where Hela yeah. showed up at you know, like, yes, it would it kind of seem repetitive, but that's the point of the character. Yeah. Is killing people. Yeah. I, mean, I just think that... Go ahead. 
Oh no, I was just say like I read like the Wikipedia summary. There was people who like videotaped scenes that I watched on YouTube just because mm-hmm. I didn't really care, and you know it just didn't look all that good and doesn't sound all that exciting. Yeah, it 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 doesn't because honestly, the Mighty Thor storyline wasn't really that good in the comics, but they wanted to use the the female protagonist, you know. Yeah thing and 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 they wanted to jump on that because people don't like captain marvel and then you had what is actually a pretty good storyline in gore the god butcher and you could have had a really cool dynamic having three different actors playing thor if they would have went with the actual comic book story and you could have seen like like out the thor that we know and his interactions with like his different selves yeah and especially like his older, his old self, like, like, like the, the old King Thor. And you could have like kind of seen, you could have, it would have been really cool to see like that progression of like the young Thor that we know, who's kind of been, you know, immature and, and stuff. And he's had this character progression and say, how do I go from who I am now to like this old King Thor? Who's like, who he's like Odin at this point. And that would have been a really cool dynamic. Yeah. But then they don't do that at all. Yeah, it's what kind of is interesting to me though is uh that they decided to go like the routes they did and it like obviously I read the end and I know how it ends but that to it, it caused a controversy amongst fans. Mm-hmm. Uh people were saying they needed a trigger warning at the beginning. Um because if anyone's familiar with the storyline, Jane Foster gets her powers, and she also is dying of cancer throughout the whole Mighty Thor yeah. storyline. Um, and it upset weak-minded individuals, and they decided that the the movie needed a trigger warning in it. See, that's so stupid, and, and that reminds me of another movie that came out that we talked about, is um, you know, Top Gun Maverick. Mm-hmm. In that movie, Iceman, Val Kilmer's character, he has throat cancer. Yeah. But the but the thing is, he actually has it in real life. Yeah. And they kill off his character in the movie. Spoiler warning if you haven't seen it. But they kill off his character of throat cancer, and Val Kilmer actually has it in real life. And yet they don't make a warning about it. Like, I, I don't even get me started on, on, on that nonsense because... That's that's just completely idiotic. Yeah. I don't even want to talk about that. Oh yeah, well, I was like reading comments because like I I knew that like I was part of the character and I was wondering if they would use it or not because it's the MCU they use and they, you know they choose what they use and someone in the, the comment section was like hey uh like Guardians of the Galaxy two Guardians of the Galaxy like has has that in it yeah that's like, another one yeah the opening scene so. You know, like, I guess one more than two, but it, like, it mentions it, like, it shows it. Like, it's just because it's not a main character. Um, anything to be a trigger warning. Oh, yeah, for sure. Do we, do we put a trigger warning in, in Captain America because he fought the Nazis? You know, like, come on. Um, second <laughs> favorite, like, I don't think this is as big as a controversy, but uh, Wadidi's mad because he wanted to use Kate Bush music in the movie. Um, and he thinks that everyone listened to it now because of Stranger Things aren't 
kind of the typical true fan response saying like he's a big Kate Bush fan everybody else now isn't and is I think I don't think he said ruining the music but 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 now here's here's the part that I kind of gets me is like you still could have put the music in the movie like the movie came out July yeah. Stranger Things dropped the yeah. end of May so within a month there's no way like if you guys were still touching the movie even by that time I would be surprised so like obviously something else happened where either the studio didn't do it or you didn't get the rights you needed probably. to have the yeah, music. I would, I would say the studio probably chose not to do it. Because, so, you know, they probably thought like, cause I mean, honestly, unless you listen to that cover that came out like two or three years ago of the, the Kate Bush song, mm. nobody really knew who Kate Bush was. No one ever listened to her, especially if you didn't grow up during that time. So, and now you're just saying something to be relevant, I feel like. Yeah, like, I, that's how I saw I saw the article, and I was like, this doesn't make sense, because if you're making the movie and you wanted to use the music, use it. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you didn't have to use a similar soundtrack to Ragnarok. Like, it's it's your film. You know? Yeah. I, I, my theory is maybe he did actually want to use that song, because um, it kind of seems like it would be... Well, I don't know if that's the song. He just wanted, like, Kate Bush yeah. music in general. And then, mm-hmm. like, his beef with everyone is just because of them, everyone liking that song now. Oh, wow. A show introduced a new audience to a, to an old musical artist. How terrible. Yeah. Uh, Maybe he's jealous that he didn't get to do that. I think that's what it is. Yeah. Because I've seen interviews with that guy, and that guy seems, like, incredibly, like, like him and uh, Tessa Thompson were doing an interview and they were watching a, a, a clip of the movie and they were limit, literally commenting on h- how bad the CGI looked. For in Love and Thunder? Movie. Yeah. So this this carries over actually in something I think we should keep carrying over to. Uh, like the She-Hulk trailer drop a month or two ago or whatever, back in May I think. Everybody like didn't like the CGI in it. Mm-hmm. And to me, like, I think it looked fine, like, for a TV show. Like, did it look bad? Maybe. I don't know. I'd, you know, quickly watching a trailer once, comparing yeah. it. I mean, I thought Hulk looked good in it because Bruce Banner's in the trailer. I thought he looked good. But, again, they've already modeled him a thousand times. So, I don't think, you know, that obviously helps. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then it's recently reported that, like, the staff that works on the movies gets, like, I don't know, they're beaten or whatever. Um, low pay, long yeah. hours, you know. Like yeah, it that. reminds me of, of the, uh, the anime controversy of from a few years ago. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it shows because it the, the quality just does not look as good. And it, quite honestly, the CGI has looked terrible. Even in like, there was even in parts of like Infinity War, it looked bad. Yeah, I think the Infinity War stuff, like you got to if you watch it on a higher level TV, I think you notice it more. Yeah, maybe because like I think it, I think it looks smooth. There are parts that are like iffy on it, but I mean, again, mm-hmm. it's it falls into the trap that I think a lot of people are tired of too. Is it's all fucking CGI? Yeah, like the whole time. And it's like the more you, I feel like the more we watch it, the more we are used to picking out what's bad CGI. Yes. Like I think, 
Because I think when I first watched Infinity War, I thought it looked really good. Yeah. But then if I watch it now, four years later, I'm like, ooh, mm-hmm. okay. You know, it doesn't look yep. as good. And in game, like the same way as some parts. But then now, so much is CGI altogether. And in a bad way, too. Because, like, have you seen, like, how the Mandalorians film? Any of the behind the scenes stuff on that? I have not. So. I started, they released this like behind the scenes thing with the show after like the first season was done. And they basically filmed it's the backgrounds are fake, but it's not green screen or blue screen. It's like LED screen. So it's almost like a, I don't want to say a living image behind it, but they can basically move the background with the actor instead of. It, it's it's like a modern interpretation of like back in like you, when you had the old West movies and yes. they had like the moving like uh, scenery behind the yeah. actors like when they were on a horse or whatever. That's like the modern like version. Of that. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. So instead of it all being done post, it's all actually yeah. happening live behind the person, so they can make changes as they're filming, etc. Yeah, and it makes and when you like, I would say that's what makes the Mandalorian work. And I'm sure they probably use the same. I don't know if they, if they use the same in Obi One or uh, Boba Fett. I'm sure they did. They probably did. But it makes the backgrounds look like the giant desert scenes in Tatooine or wherever they are. Knowing that some of it's not real, like it's not mm-hmm. location, but it doesn't look like it's not on location. Yeah, and even though it's on a 2D image, you, there's still a sense of depth because the actor is standing in front of it. Yeah. And yeah. you like you you really don't get that if you're just sitting in front of a green screen all day. Like that's always been a thing that's looked if you really pay attention in movies, you can tell when they're on a green screen. Yeah. Yeah. It huh. does not you don't get the depth like correctly when you have that. Yeah, and obviously like there's still parts where they did do green or blue screen or whatever, but yeah. you know, the scenes that they showed like in the behind the scenes being filmed with it, I was mm-hmm. like, Holy shit, I was like, that's that's awesome. Like that gets a red yeah. of that. Cause I couldn't have told you, like, I thought that was on spot in some way. Mm-hmm. Like they're just standing there and you guys did this for it. Like what, you know, like game changing, but it still seems like studios it's aren't like doing it. Yeah. yeah. Cause I was like, this would change which, so which many movies. Good. I think we need to go back to more practical effects in everything. Oh yeah. No, hundred percent. You know, when the like, simplest uh, like stunt scenes aren't actual stunts now, yeah, it, like a car crash and it's fake. It's like mm-hmm. crash a car. Yeah, there's plenty of old cars Maybe. getting around. Just crash an old car. Yeah. Or, but yeah, in in terms of the Thor movie, I really, if you count all the new Disney Marvel content after Endgame, I've seen. I watched WandaVision, I watched Spider-Man, and I watched Doctor Strange, and that's all I've seen. I haven't seen any of the other shows or movies, and I really don't have a, you know, inkling to do that, because everything just, it, it all just seems kind of mediocre. Yeah, I watched like half of Moon Knight, and I don't know, I think I was not impressed with like, I read like one run of Moon Knight, when I had Marvel Unlimited, and that was pretty good, but like... There wasn't enough like, of that in the show that I watched. For me, 
this feels like when you come out with a new video game every year. Yeah, it's Call of Duty. Back in the day, you would get like it might take like two or three or four years for a new video game franchise to come out, and it gave you a chance to like get excited for it. Yeah. And when the Marvel movies were doing that, and they were dropping the little hints at the end of the movie, little teasers, you still got that hype. Now it's just content after content after content, show after show after show after movie after movie, and there's no time to breathe. And quite honestly, there's all this content, but it doesn't even all blend together that much. I was going to say, like, do you think like it would almost be better? Because, like, obviously every show can have its own plot. Like, we don't need the super interconnecting plot because not even the comics have that. Like, they did so good, I think, in the first, like, the, you know, first 10 years, right? That mm-hmm. that led to Infinity where, like, yes, the Infinity Stones appeared in the movies, but, like, they didn't appear in every movie. Yeah. And for the most part, like, the Avengers movies are the only ones that kind of acted as, like, an interconnecting web of everything. Everyone's mm-hmm. solo movies were pretty solo, besides, like, Civil War, obviously, but... You know, like, Black Panther was just Black Panther. You know, like, the Guardians were still the Guardians, et cetera, et cetera. Um, These shows, I feel like they try, you know, like, you can't even just watch, like, Hawkeye ends was decent. I mean, it was decent. I think it was probably one of the better of the shows that flowed, in my opinion, because it was like, if you just binged it, it kind of just felt like a movie because it's such a grounded show. Yeah. Like there's not like aliens or powers or anything in it. Right. It's like grounded, just people like daredevil or whatever. And then, uh, but it ends and then you're like, well, fuck, like here's your little setup point or whatever. Yeah. Imagine I, I was just thinking about it. And it goes back to an earlier discussion we had about what's better, a movie or a show. Yeah. And I think that in terms of what Marvel is doing and and Disney, if you don't want to come out with like a theatrical release of something, remember when Disney Channel would come out with their Disney Channel original movies? Mm, yeah. Have Disney Plus original movies. Yeah. Instead yeah. of making a long, drawn-out storyline over six or eight or ten episodes of a show, condense it into a, like an action-packed movie. Yeah, I think, and release it on Disney Plus. Yeah, I think with where you're going with that, like you can you can make a series, and you can make a series work. No one's saying you can't, but yet every series you've made has failed. Yeah, and they've gotten because, worse like, as they've gone on. Besides, like, the Uber stands who just, like, just want to consume everything that Disney and Marvel makes, anyone who has, like, a critical thought in their head can watch these, even from the first one, WandaVision. WandaVision could have easily been a two, two-and-a-half-hour movie, and you would have got the same point across. Yeah, with how it ended. Yeah, by the time you got to the yeah. end of it, like, it was cool being suspenseful in the beginning. But, yeah, if you did two-and-a-half hours and did the same thing, it would have worked just the same. Because, like, there was mm-hmm. no... There was, like funny entertainment in the beginning, a little bit of middle shock value, and then the ending wasn't really anything yeah. spectacular. So it's like, well, shit. Yeah. And I had to wait, you know, seven or eight weeks for to figure that all out. Yep. Uh, that, that's why I just, I'm kind of over it. And li- until they do something new and different. 
Yeah, no, like, I'm they, same. Like I might like honestly like Guardians. I look forward to just because I know. Uh, I think that'll probably still be pretty good. What's his face? I can't think of the director's name right now. Um, uh, James Gunn. James or, Gunn. Yeah, I, I yeah. he usually puts out good products. Like Peacemaker, yeah. I thought was like Suicide Squad. I thought was pretty good. It was you know more Suicide Squad-y, I think, and just like had his flair yeah. to it, yeah. and I think that was just enjoyable. Now I don't know, mm-hmm. like it's probably not the best rendition of like early Suicide Squad comics, but like it, I don't know, it made more sense, I guess. I don't know. I think a more darker, gritty one would have been fun, but at the same time, like I didn't mind his version at all because it, it did yeah. have its moments. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but like I thought Peacemaker was really good too. Well, I think I think the problem that you run into when you get when you start to make these movies and you get so far removed from like the storylines that are in the comics, it's that you're making basically fan fiction at that point. Yeah. And and if you don't understand the characters and the storylines that they, that they were made into and why they're that way, then eventually you're just going to run out of, you're going to run out of whatever material you have in your own head. Yeah, so this I got I got two points real quick because like one, um, like they introduce Hercules in the secret scene in Thor, and yeah. it's one of those things where you know you see fans be like, oh, like when like you know pre this movie, like oh, I wonder if Hercules is ever going to be introduced. You know, people who know of the character from the comics, right? Mm-hmm. And there's always like, oh, I wonder if this character, I wonder if this character. It's like yes, they could they can use any of these characters, but it's like should they use these characters? Like, yeah. do we have to have a film version of this character? Do we have to have... Because, honestly, like, there, there's projects coming out that I don't think need to be film version of these characters. It follows the agenda a little bit, you know, the wokeism, where, you know, these characters, they're making shows for characters that are, like, a decade old, and you still have characters yeah. that are 40, 30, 40, 50 years old yeah. that you haven't used that are well more thought out, mm-hmm. drawn, you know, and you... They could still fit your agenda if you want to, because they exist. You just you're using these new characters that you know no one really likes anyway. That's why their books are getting canceled, whatever. But I was also going to go into a point saying, uh, because of that, you know, uh, have you seen the new Suicide Squad? I guess I should ask that first. I did see the movie. I I did not watch Peacemaker. Okay, so just with the movie, like you know, Starro's the villain in it, or the overall yeah. arch and villain, I guess you could say. Um, a lot of people didn't like that because they felt like, like, oh, this is how you're using it. But I feel like we're also in this world where, especially in, with the trouble that DC Comics films have had over the years, yes, James Gunn used the character, but if he didn't use it, would we ever see that character in a film? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes, yes. it there's much better storyline maybe it could have been used with or used with the Justice League or this or that, but... If he didn't use it, I don't think we ever would have seen a rendition of it. Kind of the same mm-hmm. way with like Zack Snyder and Justice League using Darkseid and, yeah. you know, actually getting to see him, obviously in his cut, not the mm-hmm. one, but. Yes. You know, I think we're at that point now with that where it's like, I, you know, we need, the, we need them to maybe use the comic storylines that these characters yeah. do exist in so we can do that. So we yeah. don't get that 
Suicide Squad with Starro, that doesn't really make sense, but that's him using the character because maybe we would never get the character. Mm-hmm. So, and it made it interesting or, you know, different or however you want to put it, you know? Like, did yeah, he need to use yeah. it? No, he could have did something else, but did he use it? Yeah, cool, we got to see it on a film screen where maybe we never would have. Mm-hmm. Especially since we're probably only going to get, you know, another 50 Batman films in the future. <laughs> One can only hope. Yeah. I, 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 I hope for a, uh, I still hope for a Batman Beyond movie one day. Yeah. You know, let's do something different. Yeah. I think uh, there's a lot of people, I think, a lot of people commented on that, wanting that to happen. Um, th- speaking of renditions, so I was recently thinking, I recently ran into like Trigun again, and I was like, yeah. man, I wonder if they'd. And I was, like, reading comments because I was watching, like, trailers or scenes and people were like, man, if this anime, like, got remade to follow the manga, that'd be really cool. Kind of like a brotherhood mm-hmm. treatment. Well, then, Lord behold, a trailer drops. Yeah. For a new Trigun series. um, And it looks wild in a sense that it's not in the art style of the manga. And it mm-hmm. is one of those 3D animes. Yeah. I, I uh, saw that on YouTube and my comment on it was trash the stampede instead of Vash because even if you're, I mean, if, if you're going to follow the, I've never read the manga, but I've heard like good things. And obviously if you're going to follow the storyline, it'll probably end up being good based on that. But Vash looks like he does not look good. No, I don't know yeah. anyone who says that like, that is like a character that I want to watch that feels like the Vash from like the nineties yeah, uh, anime I would go, or like from the. I recently just watched it again before we got on. Cause it popped up on my feed on YouTube and I uh, watched it. Then I read the comments and then people were, you know, most of you were saying like, well, since it's just regardless of the designs, the 3d animation, you know, there's the cons mm-hmm. and pros to it. Sometimes it looks good. Sometimes it looks bad. And it's a fusion yeah. one, so it's not all 3D or whatever. Uh, and people were saying like it's the same studio that did like Beast Stars and another show, so it should be good animation wise because those shows look good. You know that mm-hmm. commonality thing. But I agree with you that like I don't know how I feel about the whole as far as they went on this design. No, I, I I I look at it. And he looks like a transsexual woman cosplaying as Bachelor Sandy. Yeah. So now I'm like mad because now I'm like, well, this isn't the brotherhood treatment. No, it's not. And I just don't get it. Why? How hard is it to? Why? Why? Yeah. Why? Especially because it's a like. You, if you're going to change something and this goes, if you're you're adapting a book, uh, a, a manga, an anime, you have to justify the reason why you're changing something. You have to be able to justify it and make it better than what it was before you changed it. Yeah. Now, well, what justification do they have to change the way he looks and, and the art style of the whole month? Is it just because that's what you wanted to do? Well, if it's just your, if it's just your rendition of it, then that's not good enough to the fans who waited for uh, a true, a true to life yeah, adaptation, adaptation of it yeah. for like 30 years. Yeah, that is just that's wild to me because like I've seen even some like the uh Netflix like other 3D ones, 
you know, comparing, like, I've run into, like, the mangas on, like, Amazon or whatever, just look at cover yeah. arts, and I'm like, okay, you know, like, design-wise, they at least matched it or whatever. Um, the recent one, Spriggan, <laughs> recently got readapted into a show on there. I've been watching that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I re- they, they're re-releasing the manga, and, I like, they have preview on Amazon for it, and, like, the art is so 90s, like, manga. Yeah. That it's almost like funny to look at. Like kind of looks like Akira a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like Akira DVZ, like a weird feature where I'm like, okay, well, I'm kind of glad they didn't follow this style and made it modern. But but that's a, a different kind of story path there because they needed yeah. to in order to animate it. Because even like the original, mm-hmm. they made a movie in like the 90s already based on it. Um, that kind of like sums the plot up, you know, in a two-hour movie or whatever. Uh you know, I think there's a large majority of people who like. If you go back to that that late '80s '90s anime aesthetic, but yeah, the anime a lot of people aesthetic say that's time. like yes, that that was like the best anime has looked, and that movie like, looks like it. The old yeah. Spriggan movie, like I watched a scene from yeah. it, and I was like, "What the hell is this scene?" And then I realized it because I never heard of it before until I saw like the Netflix trailer for the new show. Mm-hmm. And then I was yeah. watching it, and then like I was like, "Damn, this looks fucking good! Like this is yeah. this is like the eighty nineties movies, you know, anime movies that look that look good." And then people in the comment section were like, "God damn, why does this stuff look like this anymore?" Mm-hmm. You know, and it just had that cool feel. And like obviously, like I would want to watch that whole movie, but you can't find it anywhere. Yeah, so hopefully it gets a re release. But like it was like, man, that like cell shade and all that. Mm-hmm. Like, it just looks yeah. good. Well, you know, to, to segue into kind of a, a good version of, of what we're talking about and, and like a modern interpretation of, of an anime is the new Bleach that's coming out. That trailer dropped, and I've watched that trailer probably at least 20 times because that looks so freaking good. That animation, and they're using uh, uh, digital stuff too. In a lot of it, that animation and that art style looks so good. It's a little bit different than than the manga, but not so much so that it's like completely removed from how Kubo draws. Uh, oh, okay, so I see the trailer. Yeah, yeah, I didn't watch this trailer. I ended up watching some other trailer. Um, oh, you gotta watch it. It's so good. Yeah, I'm bringing it up on my computer right now. Mute it. Um. So one of the things that I think is. Interesting. This is something. So this is what I'm kind of excited about. What I want to talk about with this is, you know, this in manga 20th anniversary is coming up, or did come up, or whatever. I know the volume of the manga for the 20th anniversary is dropping soon in um, English. Mm. Um, but it's funny because this was like one of the big three of yep. the 2000s. So we have like the original animation of it, much like Naruto and. Uh, One Piece, and what the anime stopped in like twenty. I want to say twelve or thirteen. Yeah, twelve or thirteen. So yeah, it's almost a decade. Ago. Yeah. So, and then as you watch it, you know it's gotten better as it went on. You know, One Piece yeah. started in the late nineties, and yep. to now, and you see the animation change. And, you know, Naruto yeah. changed along the yeah. way. So now. It's funny because it feels like, besides the movies, because, like, you know, the anime movies, at least at the time with those, were upgrades above the show quality. Yeah. You know, you didn't yeah. have now where, like, My Hero looks the exact same as its movie counterparts or, 
some of these newer or like new one piece compared to new one piece movies look the same, you know, it didn't yeah. look that way before. And, but now bleach is finally getting that kind of modernized treatment for itself. Cause the show stopped. It didn't exist anymore to get the upgrades treatment. Yeah. They stopped it, you know, yeah. like it, it got upgraded, but now it's like a full blown upgrade where like, yeah, you, it's, it's a good way to see like, the transition from like what how things were animated just like even a decade ago to now and i mean and, like you can tell they're like putting a lot of time and effort into it it's, they're not you know putting a rush job on this anime yeah especially when uh you have like the series that take time now you know like my hero or whatever where they wait for the manga and then make a season yeah. or black clover etc um where these series, you know, were pumping out episodes where you had the filler arcs and everything to catch up. Uh, but, uh, what was I trying to say? Oh, yeah, as far as, like, style goes, like, not that One Piece ever changed its style. Like, it's funny how early on, though, it looked so cartoony because I think that's yeah. just what they went for adapting yeah. it because the manga is kind of cartoony itself. And then you kind of, like, look at it now where it does look a lot sterner. And less floppy looking. Yeah. And, and that's, you know, that comes, I feel like, with, like, like every manga artist, their their style starts, if they're if they have an ongoing series, their their style changes a little bit. Like, if you look at, like, One Piece, if you look at uh, uh, Bleach, if you look at Berserk, every one of those, and those are just three examples I think of off the top of my head, where if you look at the manga in the beginning versus the manga towards the end or what is current, like the skill of, of the artist improves. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and, and sometimes the anime doesn't reflect that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, when you were just talking about like the art improving, which is what most people say about these long running series. Cause the artists themselves are drawn more, you know, getting better drawing yeah. these characters and whatnot. Uh, Hunter Hunter comes to mind because that's one series where it gets criticized in the like later volumes because the art does actually like get bad at some points. Yeah. yeah. Which is kind of like you know, a funny thing. I, you know, that just kind of, on a side note, that just like reminds me every single half of these anime artists always are taking a break because of quote unquote health problems. Yet I always hear the Japanese are like, they live longer than anyone else. They're the health with some of the healthiest people on earth. But the manga artists, they're just drawing so much. They should. They they must be eating nothing but ramen and like drinking soda all the time because these guys have more health problems than like my ninety year old grandmother. Yeah, it's kind of it's one of those things too because like you'll see a series either be like a monthly for chapters or whatever, or like biweekly and then weekly for like the big ones. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, obviously, like, they got to crank stuff out. But, like, when you get to, like, because, like, I know my hero, he doesn't do the backgrounds mm-hmm. anymore after, like, a certain point. And, like, he even said, like, yeah. the, main, the back pages, because I have a lot of those on hard copy. He's, like, mm-hmm. he gives shout outs. He's, like, hey, I want to thank my, like, crew for yeah. doing the work they do. And I'm, like, all right, well, that's cool. But then you wonder with some of this other stuff, you're, like, or are you drawing anything? Like, maybe should you, like, step away you know, like, because you could have a crew of people to, like, help. Because, like, obviously, like, you know, some are writing and drawing, and some are just writing. Yeah. Like, but do you do, you do the yeah, comics I, approach? 
But obviously, you don't want to lose your flair to it because we've seen what yeah. happens when, like, I don't know. I guess that could be a control thing too, where it's like, hey, if you're gonna work on my book, you got to draw on like this is what they look like. You're not drawing something well, different. And it's, cool. it's like you know what's in your head, like yeah. mm-hmm. you know, and it's hard to describe something like if you were try to describe to an artist. You know, Luffy fighting Kaido, it might be completely different from, you know, the author's head to to who's transcribing it. But it's just, uh, it's not for me to say, like, you know, obviously if they have health problems and they can't do it, they can't do it. But, you know, the Berserk thing was bad for a long time. And then unfortunately, Kentaro died. And I was like the Yu Yu or not Yu Yu show, but uh, Hunter Hunter thing. It's bad too. And, uh, you know, I don't know. Oh. I don't know if we'll ever get anything to that either. Yeah. But I guess the one thing that makes me appreciate of it, though, too, is regardless of, like, whoever's drawing it. Because even if, I guess, like, the author drew, like, the scene out cheaply and then everybody else detailed it, you know what the yeah. characters look like and they're going to look that same throughout. Whereas, like, yeah. Marvel yeah. will randomly throw in a new artist as you're reading a book and then the whole thing changes. Like it becomes yeah. more cart like you have like maybe a semi realistic look and then all of a sudden it's super cartoony and you're like, Why did this yeah. happen? Because that is the yeah. worst. When I was reading yeah. books like Marvel Big Time, like I hated all of a sudden that the art style changed. Yeah, that's yeah, you don't want to see that. You want to see consistency in anything. <sighs> but back to the to the bleach, I'm super excited about it. I'm glad it's back. Bleach, in my opinion, is like Stylistically, it is probably like the best manga slash anime of all time. Yeah, I I know it's like comparative to the big three. I think it usually gets downvoted to like third of like yeah, terms. It was usually on the bottom of the list. Um, you know, when they were in their heyday, Naruto was like One Piece was the most popular in Japan, and then Naruto was the most popular yeah, like those else. were like the one two and then like bleach was the third bleach was always there and it always sold pretty well up until like the end but like his like drawing and his like character design like they look so good oh yeah no like i 100 percent like i think uh i think most people's criticism came from like story-wise like they'd be like oh ichigo just gets a yeah. power up as opposed to like everyone yeah. else training or whatever which is relevant in like one piece dragon ball z naruto whatever um but at the same time like i agree with you i think the aesthetic looks great i love it because it's kind of like samurais fighting you know monsters yeah. like to begin the series when he's fighting hollows and then it evolved and one thing that he does really well is making unique like powers making unique you know you know all the zanpakuto have these different abilities and some of them are so unique i'm like how would you ever think about something like that yeah and that kind of reminds me of like oh uh, where like one piece drives to is like how the hell he comes up with the characters he does to still yeah. have like originality left after mm-hmm. all these you know 100 volumes 1000 chapters or yeah. whatever and like you go back from the beginning, you're like, oh, this character's cool. And then, like, you still are like, wow, this new character's interesting, too. You know, yeah. like, how'd you come up with this? So, like, yeah, I think I agree with you there. Like, even just reading through, I started reading it again. So I'm still in, like, the Soul Society arc. I'm in, like, in the middle of that. 
Ichigo's about to do some Bankai training. Mm. Um, and even in those parts, and obviously I've watched movies, I know of other characters that, you know, each thing is so individually different. Yeah, and then it's like, you have like, now with like the Thousand War Blood War arc, you have all the Stern Raiders coming in, and you have a Stern Raider for every letter of the alphabet, and they all have different powers, and they all do different things. And then he's introducing new Bankai abilities, and they all have different things that they do now. So, and what they've, I don't know if you saw too, um, Viz came out with a bunch of videos from like Kubo and from like the director and even like they, he, they had a video of the Japanese and the English voice actor yeah, for Ichigo and they, right they like they're hyping this up big time and they said like they're expanding on a lot of the fights that aren't seen in the manga and they're gonna presumably if you're gonna expand on the fights you're gonna have to expand on the story too yeah, to to make those fights work in in the story, so it looks like they're taking what the Thousand War Blood Year was in the manga, and they're filling it out. And the fact that he's had like, I think the manga for that ended in like fourteen or fifteen. Yeah, so he's had like at least five years to think about it more, and really like if he even if he wanted to retroactively change something, now this is his chance to do it. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and that's really cool. Like, obviously, like the one downfall of reading a manga compared to like the anime is the fight scenes. You know, where something's like a couple panels where maybe you get an episode, and yeah. you get to see it alive and all that. Right. Um, or even like a fight drawn out a little bit because, like, I mm-hmm. kind of saw that in like reading the Wano arc in One Piece. Some of the action scenes, like you know, there are a couple frames, and I've, and obviously there's like additional stuff in the animation too. But it's just like. There was some off-scene stuff that happens in the manga. Yeah. Um, where I was like, you know, all of a sudden one of the characters is beat up or whatever. I'm like, did I miss a spot? No, I didn't. It's just how it's written. Um, not, mm-hmm. And it's not poorly written by any means by that, because obviously that exists in the story. You just no. don't know. Um, so that's cool that if there is, like, off-panel fights in this, why not, why not animate it? Why not make it? Yeah. And why yeah. not put it in? Because, one, you can. And then, two, if the authors given all creative go ahead saying like hell yeah do it like i didn't do it but yeah. that's because i was working well again like the, the, with him like apparently his his health was like getting worse especially towards the end of like the manga and that's why like it kind of like i remember when i was reading it i was reading it weekly as it was coming out and like literally like with like a month left they were just like oh it's gonna end in like a month like so and and it was like reading it. You're like, this is at least like twelve more chapters to like effectively wrap this up at least, and that would be like like sprinting towards the finish. But then they they literally said, oh, it's like a month, like four chapters, and then it's done. So a lot of a lot of like the ending fight scenes like were not expanded well at all. And like he even admitted that like he didn't get to put everything he wanted to into it. So I think this is a good opportunity for them to to make it really really good, and the animation looks really good. And it looks like they really they're really taking the time to do it. So I'm really excited for it because I don't know. I, I feel like the, I don't know. There was something about manga and anime before like 2010, mm-hmm. which you know I don't know if, I don't know if it's nostalgia or what, but it seems like it just hit differently. No, and I I think the thing is if we want to look at it, we never it's it's the 
I want to take how I want to word this. It doesn't have an ending, but we know it has an ending, right? Like, yeah, it 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 the anime ended, but the story continued, and it was for a big three series, which you know it didn't happen, right? Like Naruto didn't mm-hmm. just get canceled. Hell, they made two hundred yeah. episodes of more filler, even after the yeah. manga ended for no reason, right? Like they they yeah. milked the hell out of that. Yeah, um, yeah, and they're continuing to do that with that. Yeah, with Boruto. That's Boruto. Which Bor- which they basically ruined anyone's outlook on Boruto because they filled it. You know, the first like twenty episodes of the anime is all filler. Like it doesn't exist in yeah. the manga, which makes no yep. sense to me. When all these other series at the time, like Black Clover, My Hero, Attack of Titan, one, you know, all of them are doing the new age thing. But anywho, uh, you know, it didn't get an ending when everyone else did. Even you know, even Dragon Ball Z got it ended. So, yeah, like this was, it is that nostalgia trip, but at the same time, it's like cool. We get to see how this ends now, because everyone yeah. who's a fan of it knows there was an ending, knows there's a th- yeah. third arc, a third box set. Like the manga has a third box set. We only animated and, and two of them. Like, and if you and if you read it, then you know how hype it 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 can be if they do it right. Yeah, and I'm like, trying to know, binge like, it to get this? to it. This like would be like if they do it right. This is like better than like the equivalent of like the, the dark tournament arc in like Yu Hakusho mm. or like like the Cell Saga. Like this is like so many characters with so many different cool powers and abilities, so many different fights. Where if they do it, like it's going to be really, really, really good. Yeah, I. Like I definitely like I want to get obviously I have time because what October is it's coming out, I think. Yeah, yeah. October. So like I have time to read it all because I want to read it all. I want to read it because I obviously want to see it adapted and know the plot because like I want to be able to compare it in a way. Yeah. Um, on a personal level, and then obviously like I'm I'm gonna watch it if I have the ability to watch it. I think I'll just sign up for like Crunchyroll or whatever and. Mm-hmm watch it because i think it's gonna be worth watching because of all that quick thing uh supposedly there was a rumor that disney might want to buy the right to uh to distribute bleach Hmm. which everyone who watches anime is like god no please do not do that because we're we're still getting stuff censored a little bit even now yeah which is ridiculous Like if the fact if you can watch an anime now in twenty like yes early two thousands hundred percent I get it because of just like you know the anime was coming on Fox you know how many how many show how many animes did we get introduced to in like four kids TV because that's what half their shows were you know (laughs) like at that time that we didn't even know were animes but then you know you're like oh fuck this is actually a big thing in Japan like this series what you know but like all the censorship that One Piece had Yu Gi Oh had you know everything to where it's like now it's like why the hell are we still getting stuff censored you know like the fact that there's uncut versions of like Black Clover available for me to buy on like the Microsoft store I'm like this show's censored like why is this show censored uh, it's so weird because like everything that's coming over now is like you're getting it pretty much straight to like your Crunchyroll or like you know Amazon or like Netflix, which don't have to compete with those like ratings. Mm. So it's like, why are they 
why why do they have to be censored at all? Yeah, and in a lot right. of ways, it's like stupid. Censored. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Because that's what most of it is. None of it's major. Like nothing's like it was rated R. Now it's PG thirteen. Yeah. Like it's a, yeah. You know these shows are all you know teen animes. Like that's what they are. Like regardless of which way you want to put it, you know what I mean. Like, and let's be real. Like parents today are not like parents like the, at, like like even twenty years ago. Like you know if there's a little bit of cleavage or a little bit of blood and a kid's watching it, like it's not like the parents against like you know yeah no you know agree. whatever. Yeah back in the day where like they were like writing and making a whole bunch of fuss. It's like kind of just like, yeah, it's, it is what it is. It's well, especially movies now. Like if you're watching, let's say the Avengers movie, yeah. you're not catching anything different yep. in one of these series. It's like, I was watching a video the other day speaking of uh, uh, Yu-Gi-Oh RIP to the creator. I was watching a video about all the cards that have been um, censored from mm. like uh, Japan to like English, yeah, and some of the censors are so stupid, just so randomly dumb mm. that I'm just like, why? Well, just give us what the creator intended. Put put a label on it if you want to. You know, wow, you might see some cleavage, but whatever. Yeah. If the if the Chinese if the Japanese kids can 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 deal with it, I think kids in America can too. Yeah, yeah. So if it. Yeah, I can't believe it's still happening. Yeah, it's exciting. I think it's an exciting time. Chainsaw Man, that's on my page right now. That's coming out animation-wise, too. Yeah. That's one I want to read, too. Especially, there's only like 100 chapters out right now, which I guess it restarted again because the writer took a break. So, But like, I could mm. probably binge that like in a solid weekend if I wanted to. Or like the first chapter, but... um, but Yeah, Bleach is cool. Like it, yeah. Um, when you get a chance to watch it, you gotta listen to it because, like, even the sound, like the theme that they use for the Stern Raiders, is like it reminds you of like world, like if you're watching like one of those like World War Two like documentaries, like in Germany, because you know they're obviously like based on like you know the Nazis. Yeah, like even the sound just sounds so good. Oh, um, that just reminded me of something. Cause I was trying to think of something. I was going to tell you about something. I was thinking about this last week with manga and stuff, and maybe I think it involved gore or whatever for some reason. But oh yeah, maybe it had to do with character deaths. What the hell was I thinking of? Because I was thinking of character deaths and how some series kill off characters, you know, and some series don't. Yeah, but I just don't remember what the hell I was th- reading or thinking about. Regardless <laughs> of that. Um, we were talking about Pacific Rim the one day. Have you seen yeah. Kaiju number eight, the manga series? I've heard of it. I looked. I looked into it, but no, I have not read it. That, it's coming out with an adaptation sometime. They had like a trailer for it, but I think it's still far out. But I've been reading it, but like that's really cool. Like, yeah. I like it a lot. You know, like the guy becomes a kaiju or whatever, fights stuff, but then they have a whole uh, like. The army's fighting. They all use like ARs with holographic sights with a three times magnifier on them with suppressors. Uh, Aftal laser sight on the front. I mean, the art's really cool, and they all carry Glocks, like yeah. red dots. But uh, are they coming out with a with an anime? Yeah, yeah, they're making it. I, I have no idea when it's coming out because, like, I seen a trailer, but I think it still was like a year out or whatever. 
Yeah. Um, but like the show like starts off like it starts off that way manga wise, but then they start introducing like these weapons that are made from kaiju's that people use, like mm-hmm. hyperpower weapons that kind of add like a cooler element to the show to make the yeah. humans seem like like stronger stuff. And I, I mean, I'm excited. I hope the anime works for it, but like maybe I just like it because I like the idea behind it, like monsters yeah like yeah it's kind of like a modern monster hunter i guess in a way in in a way you know not completely Mm -hmm. um but it's really cool like it's a cool series i really like it about to give it a look um you got any can i rant yeah yeah i want to rant about something yeah we we talked about the the uh, jurassic world movie and how you know and, and the things we talked about before, I saw it a couple of days ago, finally. And I had to rant about one thing that happened at the end of the movie. And I know you won't care about spoilers. At the end of the movie, um, yeah, Dr. Grant asks Chris Pratt's character who he is. And he says, oh, I'm just, you know, whatever his name is in the movie, I forgot. I looked up the timeline, and they could have perfectly matched it up to where Chris Pratt's character would have been the fat kid from the first movie where he's like, the raptor raptors claw. are just a bunch yeah. of turkeys. Because, like, there's a line in the movie where um, where they're walking, like, in a tunnel, and uh, uh, Ian Malcolm asks Chris Pratt's character, like, how do you do this with the raptors? And he's like, it's a mutual respect thing. And then, like, I, I said, like, this would have been a perfect opportunity for them. And then we went and watched the first part of the first movie. And there was a part where, where Dr. Grant literally tells that kid, you have to respect them because they could literally like kill you if they were alive today. And it would have been just like this perfect nod, like like a full circle type thing. And they didn't do it. That's, and I don't know why. That's like where you, you got to start scouring Reddit and shit and see if anyone else has said something or like if there's YouTube sure videos. Because like, I agree I'm with sure. you. And it's one of those things where I bet you they did and some idiot producer somewhere or some test screening thing didn't get the Easter egg and they yeah. chose to use, like, they cut it and showed the line that's in the movie instead, mm-hmm. you know? Or everyone was, you know, imbeciles and didn't, you know, typical writer's well, thing to respect the old the, stuff, but... I don't even, like, the movie was, like... I don't even know how to describe it. I don't want to say it was necessarily bad because I've seen a lot of worse movies, but it was boring. Yeah. Nothing about it was interesting. Like you brought the old cast back and that, yeah, they were fine. And they, there was some good moments between like the old cast and the new cast, but the movie itself was just pretty boring. Mm-hmm. And like, that's like the, I feel like that, that would have been the one, at least like, even if it's an Easter egg, the one thing that would have been like, and, and, and you know it's funny because it's Chris Pratt, and you know Chris mm. Pratt was known as like the chubby guy, yeah, in like like well, the yeah, the yeah. off, uh, Parks no, and Rec. no, uh, Parks and Rec, and so it's just like it would have been like that, that perfect little funny thing would have been like, oh, that's that's cool, like the you know it all comes full circle, you know, but then they didn't do it, and I was so disappointed because the rest of the movie was so disappointing. Yeah, I mean they could even add the line even be something where like Chris Pratt is like, hey, you don't you don't recognize me. Like yeah, I was yeah. at, I was at a field trip at you know your camp, or or my dad was working at your campsite because like yeah. you know it doesn't we don't yeah, yeah. get the explanation of why the kids there in the movie is just for that scene in the original movie, but like 
easily could have said something always, like that. I always thought I didn't. I, didn't, I, I you know, we were, like I said, we we went back and watched it, and I never really thought about it. I always assumed it was like a core group. Yeah, like well, yes. that's why a kid is there. Yeah, and I'm just like, it would have been so funny if he would be like, yeah, you remember like about 30 years ago, the little chubby kid who called raptors a bunch of overgrown turkeys. Yeah. That was yeah, or he's like, he's like, like yeah. That would have been so like funny. Or he made like a joke, but like I, I train turkeys, and he's like, what? Yeah, exactly. you know what yeah, I mean? He's so, like, yeah, that would have been really good too. He's like, it's your fault. I got into fucking dinosaurs after they all. Because there's also a part in the movie, because like in, in the first movie, he's talking about like the raptors and how they kill them. He's like, oh no, they won't go for your jugular like uh, like a lion would. Like they like they toy with you and they cut your belly open and spill your guts out. But then in this movie, Doctor Grant's talking. He's like, "No, actually, they they don't play with their 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 food. They go right for the jugular and they just get it over with and kill you because they're so efficient at hunting." Mm-hmm. And so, like, like the like the halfway nod to the first movie, but then they don't do it fully, and I don't understand why. Yeah, that's weird. I, I always wonder if that's like test screen and stuff or. Uh producers get i don't know you know what i mean like it was someone it, were they willing point. to do it or were they not willing to do it or i don't it, know oh, i feel like someone on that team would have had to have thought like this would have been a funny thing because i looked it up that yeah. kid was probably around 11 12 years old the movie came out in 1993 so the kid is probably born around 1980 chris pratt was born in 1979 yeah yeah it would have lined up perfectly yeah no it, but they didn't do it. yeah it that's a shame. I feel like there's some other nods in like other movies. Oh, there's lots of movies that could do like little nods and stuff. They just don't do it. I just don't get it. it missed- like, that's the type of stuff that's like fan service. That's like good fan service. Good fan service. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. It makes it interesting. You could even had a little flash scene where he like remembers the scene from the original Jurassic Park. Like could flash on the screen real fast, and he goes, "Oh yeah, yeah." You know, like the classic kind of, uh, yeah. Backflash image or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess if we're on Chris Pratt, Terminal List came out. I watched it. I yeah, liked it. I know it. you told me you, you were uh, excited about it. Yeah, I mean, there's we, some is it worth watch. Yeah, you know, I think I think it is. Even if you didn't read the book, because you know you're not looking for anything. Um, could it have been better? Maybe. Could it have been worse? Definitely. Like, I don't think it's bad. So I'm not saying like yeah. could it have been worse? Like it, it could have been. I think it was in the right hands. I think uh, a lot of the veteran community seems to like it too, which yeah, is yeah, good. That's, what I heard. that's huge. Um, it was interesting how they shot it and how they played the uh, like brain effects of like what's happening to the character and whatnot. Like I thought that was really cool. It was cool. It was yeah. interesting, weird because in like. It's not played out that way in the books, but obviously, like, it's adapted differently, obviously, and then uh, it, it uh, I guess, shows the internal struggle more, right? Because you're not reading about the internal struggle. you got to showcase yeah, it. Yeah. You uh, see the internal dialogue, yeah. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a couple scenes that I they didn't have from the book. Um, there's a couple scenes. Like, one scene I was really interested in. They changed it a little bit and combined it with a different scene from the book, which I'm okay with. I kind of wanted uh-huh. to see the book rendition more, though, because I think it was cooler in the book. Yeah. But what they showed on screen was cool. Um, The ending was different in a way. 
Mm-hmm. That's probably my biggest gripe. Is that I really wanted to see the ending in the book played out on a screen because I think the scene was really yeah. written out well in the book, but it yeah. but it didn't mind what they showed us. Mm, okay, like it was still good. Well, but it's still good. It's just yeah, and that's always the thing, you know. Then we we've obviously been talking about it today. Is when you change something, is it for a reason? Mm-hmm. Is it like what reason was it? And, you know, sometimes it doesn't necessarily even make it better. Sometimes it's just like a logistical thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and obviously you've read it and seen it now, so you know more than I do. But, well, it's good to hear it doesn't suck at least. Yeah, no, I'd, I'd definitely give it a watch if you get a chance to. As as opposed to another uh, um, Amazon show that's coming out that I've ranted about before, but the new trailer for... for uh, the Rings of Power, Lord of the Rings came out, and I gotta say, it showed nothing of substance again. And the one thing it did show was, and some people who are in kind of like the Lord of the Rings community were, were ranting about it, that, and this is gonna seem nitpicky to some people, but the armor on the characters is like that fish scale looking armor, and it's like plastic. You like you can basically tell it's like plastic. Mm. Like they could have got it from like Amazon, and like someone like brought up like um, a, a quote from Peter Jackson when they were asking about the movie and things that they were doing. And like basically for two months they had like professional chainmail makers making real chainmail mm. for like the people in, yeah. in like his trilogy. And then like now you have like characters wearing like this that fish scale looking armor that looks nothing like what they had in the other movies. And it looks cheap as hell. Yeah, like regardless of like timeline stuff, aesthetically, it shouldn't have been hard to match, especially with the budget they have. Yeah, like they got a billion dollars. Yeah, ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and I mean that's nitpicky, but I mean it's kind of not though because if you're used to a, a level of quality and, a, and like a like a visual, and, and you know you can't say that well they're different because they use the same. Um, uh, the same musical theme. Yeah. Um, so you so you can't say that they're different because if they're going to use that, then they are trying to tie it in to Peter Jackson's trilogy. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. They make it exist in the same yeah. realm, universe, etc. Um, I guess my my gripe probably not even like the biggest gripe there is, but the final scene of the trailer shows like people walking through some grass, like it mm-hmm. almost has the vibe of like the hobbits, like like Sam and Frodo yeah. walking. I make no sense to me. I don't know who those characters are. They look lame. They look like they are just random people walking. Why would you end a teaser with that? It, it, here's the thing. The, the show, and I mentioned it before, Amazon got the rights to all of the unfinished tales of Tolkien, which happened in the second era. Yep. So you have like, in, in like the, in the expanded universe, which is literally thousands of years, you have like the first era, which is like Morgoth and like mostly the elves doing a lot of this stuff. And like you have like the fall of Gondolin and all that different stuff. And that's and that's like primarily a lot of like what's in the Silmarillion and like some of the other books, like the Children of Akurin and, and other things like that. And then you have like the Third Age, which is, you know, the, the, the Lord of the Rings stuff. Mm-hmm. The Second Age is the stuff that Tolkien never really finished writing about or finished like a lot of 
expansion on the characters and a lot of the things that happened yeah, in yeah. the second age. So that's why Amazon has those rights. So they've basically taken, and not to say he didn't write about stuff about in that age at all. It's just, he didn't put a lot of like, yeah, it's a lot of short stories. Yeah. He didn't put like this extreme detail in like he did with the other stuff. So now that they've, they've taken it upon themselves to like fill a bunch of gaps, and then even the stuff that he left them, they don't follow it in some ways. So like, like and I mentioned before, they made Galadriel like oh, like this warrior princess type character. That's not who Galadriel is. Because you can go back and read the first era stuff, and you go back and read the third era stuff. She's not like that. But now that I've seen this trailer, and, and they basically make Galadriel the main character. She's like some warrior princess who fights with swords and, and armor, and that's never been her character. But yeah. that's what they want to do. Yeah, that's and funny. And, and then you introduce the hobbits, which the hobbits weren't even a thing in the second era. They, were, they really weren't even there. They're not mentioned in anything that you really wrote about. But you're introducing hobbits because, again, again the hobbits are synonymous with Lord of the Rings, but this is not Lord of the Rings. Like this is this is not Lord of the Rings. This is something else. So why, like you said, why they end it with you know hobbits walking through an area that looks a lot like the Shire? Is it seems kind of lame. Yeah, like that's your ending money shot. Like I guess we're so used to trailers ended on like either like some type of cliffhanger, uh, like according to the movie. Like if it's an action movie, you do quick, you know, quick frame action, quick frame action scene, and then money shot, yeah. bam, in yeah. drama movies, you know, whatever, kissing scene, whatever, ends it, comedy, another joke, trailer ends, etc. Like I get it, it's a teaser trailer, not a trailer trailer, but what it's kind of like a trailer trailer in a way, but. And why is it a real trip? We're pretty close to September. We shouldn't be getting teasers anymore. Oh, yeah, yeah. Especially, like, a month out. Um. But, yeah, I mean, I've ranted about it before, but I just, I'm not very... You know, it might end up being good. The story, when it comes down to it, might be pretty decent. And I will give it a watch, because I love Lord of the Rings. And I want to see what they can do with it, but I don't, I don't have very much confidence. It'll be as time timeless as here next. Yeah, I think like it's a series, so like I'll probably like watch an episode, see if it captures. I kind of want to see like the aesthetics of it because like I, some yeah. of the scenes that were in it or whatever. But like, am I like? Do I have like high hopes for a lot of stuff? No. Um. I, you know, it's one of those things where, like, I think a lot of people did to begin everything, and then obviously when stuff started coming out is when you start, like, getting more and more uh, depressed or, like, you start sinking, like, that sinking feeling where you're like, oh, I don't, I, this ain't going to be good. So. Yeah. But. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. Um, yeah, we'll see. Yep. I think we'll wrap it up there tonight. All right. Oh, we'll see how stuff goes this next week and uh, see what news we can bring people again. Yep. Sounds good. 
So thanks for listening. You made it this far, and uh, we'll see you all next time.